Listen to one of this year's top true crime podcasts. Unknown Subject, Season 3 of WTOP's American Nightmare podcast is out now on all podcast platforms. Why some students and faculty are speaking out over proposed changes at Marymount University. I'm Mike Marilla. A Montgomery County school community discovers more racist graffiti. I'm Kate Ryan. Police in Newport News wrapped their investigation into last month's shooting of a first grade teacher by one of her students. It's 2 o'clock. This is CBS News on the Hour, sponsored by Navage. I'm Christopher Cruz in Washington. A massive snowstorm settling over Minnesota has shut down the state's three largest school districts. But class is still in session, says WCCO-TV reporter Jennifer Mayerly. We're grateful that our students at Minneapolis Public Schools can keep learning even during severe weather. Devices sent home for online learning Wednesday and Thursday. And then... On Friday, we will have a snow day. Parents told me in order to juggle work and kids, some will have a TV day instead of e-learning. Others say they took the day off work to manage. President Biden marked one year since Russia invaded Ukraine during a speech in Warsaw, Poland Tuesday, saying NATO's never been more united and that democracies are stronger than ever. In his own speech, Russian President Vladimir Putin was defiant, says CBS's Ed O'Keefe. Hours earlier, Putin's national address was delivered to a room full of loyalists. He claimed Russia isn't fighting the Ukrainian people, but that they've become hostage to Western masters and said the West is responsible for fueling the Ukrainian conflict. Putin also announced he's suspending participation in the last remaining nuclear arms reduction treaty with the U.S. An American official tells CBS News Russia tested an ICBM while President Biden was next door. The test reportedly failed. The EPA has ordered a cleanup of a train derailment by the railroad. Administrator Michael Regan is in East Palestine, Ohio. If the company fails to complete any action ordered by EPA, the agency will immediately step in conduct the work ourselves, and then force Norfolk Southern to pay triple in cost. The nation's largest Protestant denomination is strengthening its efforts against sexual abuse, says CBS's Jim Crisula. Leaders of the Southern Baptist Convention have decided to create a database of ministers credibly accused of sexual abuse. It's considered a major milestone in the denomination's efforts to address abuse reform. It's the first major development in an initiative that survivors of clergy sexual abuse have been seeking for more than a decade. Civil rights attorney Ben Crump says the family of Malcolm X is going after the FBI, the CIA, and New York City police and others for allegedly concealing evidence related to Malcolm X's murder. To the city of New York, the state of New York, and the federal government and its agencies that the family members intend to sue. Seattle has become the first city in the nation to ban discrimination based on caste, a system that divides people based on their birth or descent. This is CBS News. Now there's a simple, easy, and effective way to clean your nose and protect your health. It's called Navage. Navage. Available at Navage.com. 203 Wednesday morning, February 22nd, 2023, 47 degrees, clouds building down to the mid-30s and lower 40s overnight. Hello there, I'm Ian Crawford. Top local stories we're following at this hour. Campaign 2023 on WTOP and Virginia has its first ever black congresswoman. 
Democratic State Senator Jennifer McClellan won Tuesday's special election in Virginia's 4th Congressional District. That district, anchored by Richmond, stretches southward to the North Carolina border. McClellan will succeed the late Representative Donald McEachin, who died in November. She has represented parts of the Richmond area in the General Assembly since 2006. She defeated Republican Pastor Leon Benjamin in the Deep Blue District. Benjamin has twice unsuccessfully challenged McEachin for that seat. Normally, people cringe at the idea of taxes going up, but some business owners in Alexandria are actually hoping for higher taxes. It would be a new tax of 10 cents per $100 of assessed value for commercial properties in Old Town Alexandria along King Street and the waterfront. The idea would be to use that money to host events and promote the businesses affected by the tax. Amy Rutherford owns two businesses that would fall within the boundaries. She supports the idea. A lot of people know about Old Town, but they don't know the details of Old Town. What types of businesses are there? Those are the things that we want people to learn. Organizers of the effort need petition signatures from 60% of the affected property owners. And so far, they're about a third of the way there. Nick Einelli, WTOP News. If you want to learn more about the idea, organizers are hosting public forums later today, both in person and on Zoom. Find out more about those at WTOP.com. It's 205. Some degree programs in humanities, English, and theology could soon be axed at Marymount University in Arlington. And the news has some past and current students and faculty pretty upset. Around 10 degrees and programs are all on the chopping block ahead of a board of trustees vote on Friday. The Catholic University says low tuition numbers are behind the decision to slash its offerings. But director of the School of Humanities at Marymount, Arian Economos, is concerned. Humanities are crucial in the U.S., especially now that people have a chance to study history, to think critically, to think ethically. A student-led protest is expected on Friday. The school says students already in the majors that are impacted will be able to finish, and coursework, particularly in humanities, will remain part of the school's core curriculum. Mike Marillo, WTOP News. A Montgomery County school is again the target of hateful graffiti. This time, it comes just after the school rallied to counteract recent incidents. On Monday, Westbrook Elementary School held a Chalk the Walk event where kids and parents decorated the walkway outside the Bethesda School with positive messages to unite against anti-Semitism. But by Tuesday morning at 8 a.m., Principal Karen Cox said a new set of graffiti was discovered. The letters KKK had been scrawled in two places. Cox told parents in a letter home... The graffiti was scrubbed from the sidewalk and a police report was filed, but that a March 1st meeting has been scheduled for families. This a month after a student reportedly made anti-Semitic remarks to staff and Nazi symbols were found in a school bathroom. Kate Ryan, WTOP News. In Newport News, police have finished their investigation into the classroom shooting of a teacher by a six-year-old student. The Washington Post reports police have sent their findings to the local prosecutor who will then decide whether to file charges. Newport News Police Chief Steve Drew didn't share any of the findings or recommendations from his department when he announced that the investigation was complete. Drew previously said investigators were looking into charges against the first grader's mom, who police say owned the gun the boy brought to school. 25-year-old teacher Abby Zwerner was seriously injured in the shooting at Richneck Elementary School. Her attorneys say she plans to sue the school system. Coming up after traffic and weather, Tuesday was a tale of two speeches. A closer look at the speeches by Presidents Biden and Putin in minutes, 2.07. Hi, I'm Mike Richmond of the U.S. Department of Veterans Affairs with this message for veterans. 
Did you serve in the military? Veterans should take note of a new life insurance program called VA Life. The program provides guaranteed acceptance of whole life insurance coverage to veterans 80 and under with any level of service-connected disability. Some veterans 81 and older may also be eligible. Guaranteed acceptance is a whole life policy that doesn't require a medical exam or ask health questions. It also doesn't have a limited two-year window to sign up. Whole life insurance provides coverage for the life of the policyholder, provided that premiums are always paid. Premium rates are locked in for the life of the policy. For more information, go to benefits.va.gov insurance. I'm Mike Richmond. It's 208. Michael and Sons heating tune-up for only $69. Michael and Sons. Traffic and weather on the 8th and right back to Rich Hunter in the traffic center. Right again, the slowest traffic remains on 95 Northbound, headed north through Fredericksburg into Stafford County. The work zone begins just after Route 3 extends across the Rappahannock to a point just beyond uh, U.S. 17 exit 133. And there you get by single file to right. They stopped traffic last hour. It has recovered somewhat, but it's still slower than you would expect at this hour and expect it to remain that way, at least, though, the pace has improved. They are working southbound, headed south towards Centerport Parkway and beyond, down toward the Rappahannock again, also down to a single right lane. But they've done no stoppages on the southbound side, so pace is okay despite being down to a single right lane. Uh, if you're traveling on 395 south on the work that was on the ramp to US-1 Crystal City, that works are now picked up and cleared. Uh, still working 66 westbound as you enter the 3rd Street Tunnel, I should say you enter the Roslyn Tunnel, still getting by that work zone. Uh, one single lane to the right, but again, you get by without delay. Beyond that, uh, westbound 66 to ramp to go south on Route 28 toward uh, Centerville and Manassas Park. That ramp closed again. You're diverted to US 29. You can also exit at Walney and Braddock Road and work your way back as well, so you don't have to go further uh, west to get back to where you need to go. Looking for a new car? The wait is over. Fitzgerald Automall has hundreds of new and used cars to choose from. Visit Fitzmall.com. Transparency you can trust. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. A forecast literally with something for everyone from Storm Team 4 Chief Meteorologist Doug Kammerer. We've got a much cooler start around the area with some shower activity as well. Now, I'm not expecting a lot of rain during the morning hours, but take the umbrella just in case and the jacket. Temperatures only in the upper 40s to low 50s by the afternoon, and most of the afternoon is dry. No problems on Wednesday night. Thursday, high temperature 81 degrees. That would be a record high temperature for the date. Just amazing how warm we're going to get. Friday Friday, though, much cooler. Highs are upper 40s to low 50s again. And on Saturday, it's upper 30s to low 40s. A much colder Saturday afternoon. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. 45 in Laurel, 44 in Roslyn, 44 downtown at Farragut Square. Brought to you by Long Fence. Save 20% on Long Fence, decks, pavers, and fences. Go to longfence.com today and schedule your free in-home estimate. It's 2-11. President Biden warned of hard and bitter days ahead as Russia's invasion of Ukraine nears the one-year mark. The president spoke in Warsaw Tuesday saying the U.S. will not waver in its support. Ukraine will never be a victory for Russia. Earlier Tuesday, it was a more bitter State of the Nation address in Moscow. Russia's President Vladimir Putin saying he's suspending the company's participation in the New Start 
Nuclear Non-Proliferation Agreement. That was the last such arms control treaty between the U.S. and Russia. Jeffrey Mankoff is Senior Associate for the Europe, Russia, and Eurasian Program at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. He joined WTOP's Dimitri Sotis earlier to discuss the, the two leader speeches. Well, I think we learned that both these leaders are girding themselves and their publics for a conflict that's going to drag on. I don't think that either President Biden or President Putin laid out a clear vision for what a near-term settlement to the conflict would look like. Indeed, Putin didn't really talk about what a settlement would look like at all, and he talked about the need for Russians to, to sacrifice and get with the cause and to commit themselves to a conflict that is probably going to go on for a while. President Biden suggested that the war could end if Russia withdraws its troops from Ukraine. We don't see any indication that Putin is ready to do that. So I think the, the upshot of, of the president's speech was also very much this is a war that even though it has gone on for a year and has resulted in innumerable casualties, is, is nowhere near the finish line. What is it going to take? to push Russia completely out of Ukrainian territory, even erasing their gains from 2014 and earlier? Well, I think there are two ways that you can think about what a Ukrainian victory would look like. One would be a victory on the battlefield, and the other would be simply outlasting Russia. That is, the, the Russian political system no longer is able to bear the costs that, that Putin's war is, is placing on it. In terms of a battlefield victory, I think the decision by the United States and, and several of its allies to supply main battle tanks, as well as long-range ammunition, air defense capabilities to Ukraine suggests that they see a path for some kind of a victory on the battlefield, whether or not that results in the full liberation of the occupied territory, but at least one that changes facts on the ground to such an extent that Russia decides it's no longer worth pursuing the conflict. Whether that will be enough in the near to medium term is hard to predict. The other path, of course, would be that probably not Putin, but the Russian elite as a whole decides that can no longer bear the costs of these war of this war and that the economic, social, political, military costs that Russia's bearing are, are no longer worth it. And I think that over the longer term, that's the more likely path for Ukraine to win a victory, simply for Russia to expend its resources for support for the war to continue to, to wane. And whether it's Putin or somebody else making the call, deciding that there's no longer a, a viable path to victory. You think you and I are probably here a year from now still discussing this conflict? I certainly hope not, but I think it's a very realistic possibility that we are. Jeffrey Mankoff is a senior associate for the Europe, Russia, and Eurasian programs at the Center for Strategic and International Studies. Just ahead on WTOP, an untimely loss for the Caps. Rob Woodfork with details in sports. It's 214. It's the final week of Regency Furniture's spectacular President's Day sale, and our biggest holiday sale ends soon. Save an extra 25% off Regency's lowest prices, plus free delivery or 72 months no interest financing with no money down. President's Day deals. Sofas, your choice, $3.99. Reclining sofas, your choice, $6.98. Dining sets, your choice, $3.98. Queen beds, $1.98. Thousands of items in stock with fast delivery. Save an extra 25% off, plus free delivery. These final days at Regency Furniture. Visit RegencyFurniture.com for the store nearest you. When there's not enough coffee in all of Washington to get you going. You've got John and Michelle. Mornings on WTOP News. Sports at 15 and 45 powered by Red River. 
Technology decisions aren't black and white. Think red. 215 with Rob Woodfork. The Capitals are now losers of five in a row after a costly 3-1 defeat at the hands of the Detroit Red Wings that Coach Peter Laviolette says. Tonight, the guys had the right intentions. We can't get that lead. and you know, There's probably three or four things that we'd like to have back where a mistake was made. Just to, the rest of the game was we, we pressed and we pushed, and especially in the third period, we couldn't put the puck in the net. So it's, uh, it's frustrating for everybody. Adding injury to the insults, the already shorthanded Caps lost Anthony Mantha to an upper body injury in the second period. They'll try again to end this slide Thursday night against the Anaheim Ducks. The seventh-ranked Maryland women won their fifth in a row thanks to avenging their last loss. They cruised past number 6 Iowa 96-68 in a performance so complete it left Coach Brenda Free speechless on Big Ten Network. I am speechless. I mean, both ends of the floor. I thought uh, just a tremendous job defensively being able to hold Caitlin below her average and Susano, they're so good. And offensively, I mean, the three ball was working. Uh, the depth from uh, Brene and Lav and uh, just a special, special win. The Terps made 14 of 26 from three-point range, including a 7 of 10 barrage during a 27 to 8 second quarter that keyed their program record fourth win of the season against the top 10 foe. On the day opening the NFL's two-week window to apply the franchise tag, Pro Football Talk reported the commanders are virtually certain to tag Deron Payne, which would cost $18.9 million for the 2023 season if a long-term deal isn't reached before the July 15 deadline. Rob Woodfork, WTOP Sports. Thank you, Rob. It's 217. Seattle has become the first city in the United States to ban caste discrimination. The Seattle City Council has added caste to the city's anti-discrimination laws, becoming the first U.S. city to specifically ban caste discrimination. Calls to outlaw discrimination based on caste, a division of people based on birth or descent, have grown louder among South Asian communities in the United States. Supporters argue it is needed because caste is not covered under existing civil rights protections. Groups opposing the measure say it will malign a community that is already the target of prejudice. The origins of the caste system in India can be traced back 3,000 years as a social hierarchy based on one's occupation and birth. The suffering of those who were at the bottom of the caste pyramid, known as Dalits, has continued. Caste discrimination has been prohibited in India since 1948, a year after the nation's independence from British rule. I'm Lisa Dwyer. Coming up after traffic and weather, top stories we're following for you this hour. A historic night in Virginia as Jennifer McClellan wins special election to become the first black woman to represent the Commonwealth in the House. In a Warsaw speech Tuesday, President Biden promises the U.S. and its allies will continue to support Ukraine. The Supreme Court hears arguments in a case that could alter free speech rules on the Internet. Stay with WTOP for more on these top stories in just minutes. Traffic and weather on the 8s. Here's Rich Hunter in the traffic center. All right, traveling on the Beltway in Virginia. Still working in a loop between Arlington Boulevard and I-66. Two left lanes get you by the work zone. You do have access to the exits for both eastbound and westbound 66, so no worries there. Uh, but you will occasionally see some slowdowns, although as of late it's been pretty quiet getting into and through that works in its length. Then you've got the work on the interloop between the toll road and Georgetown Pike, also getting by in two lanes, but this time two lanes to the right. Adeloupe as you approach and pass Georgetown Pike to right lanes past the works on air. Brief delay. Uh, the Adeloupe Express lanes again remain closed as a result of the overnight work uh, between the entrance south of Georgetown Pike and I-66. But the Adeloupe Express lanes are open south of 66. So let's say you're on US-29, you want to go south or on Gallows Road. No worries, headed towards Springfield. Now, if you're traveling on the Maryland Beltway, they were working on the interloop. 
Uh, as you approach and pass New Hampshire Avenue, you were down to a single right lane at one point. Haven't heard any complaints of delays as of late. Uh, unfortunately, we don't have a good visual of what that where the work zone was because a couple of the cameras have now been redirected. Uh, so just be aware, we're still waiting for the all clear on that. In a loop as you approach and pass New Hampshire Avenue. Rich Hunter, WTOP Traffic. Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron with a wild forecast for the next few days. Storm Team 4 tracking a much cooler afternoon out there on our Wednesday and really starting off on a chilly note this morning, too. So watch out for a couple of showers uh, around parts of the area. Now, we will see rather wet roadways in many locations, but I'm not expecting a lot of rain. What we are going to see, though, is much cooler numbers. Temperatures rebounding only into the upper 40s to low 50s this afternoon when the rain comes to an end, and most of the afternoon will be dry. It's Thursday that we see the warmth really move our way. Plenty of sunshine, high temperatures in the mid to upper 70s to around 80 degrees. I'm going 81 in the city. That would be only the fourth time ever we've hit 80 in the month of February. Friday, high of 52 degrees, so cooler conditions again. And on Saturday, tracking a little storm system, not going to be much, but it will bring much colder air. Highs only in the upper 30s to low 40s. I'm Storm Team 4, Chief Meteorologist Doug Cameron. And in Dale, 37 degrees. Germantown, 37. It's 44 at DuPont Circle. And it is all brought to you by New Look Home Design. Right now, save 50% on all roofing materials and labor. Coming up on WTOP, Home Depot and Walmart issue earnings forecasts that send stocks tumbling. It's 221. Vision loss is not something that you feel until it happens. Most people lose their vision from diseases like macular degeneration and glaucoma. Not at birth. With macular degeneration, you lose your central vision. You have a blind spot right in the center of your face, so I can't actually see your face. So even that little circle in which I could see became a big blur. I was 65 when I first was diagnosed with glaucoma. There were no symptoms. I had no headaches. Three million Americans have glaucoma and half don't even know it. 11 million people in the United States have macular degeneration. You lose mobility, independence, changes your entire life. So many eye disorders can be treated if caught early. My husband tells me that I have beautiful brown eyes and I don't want to lose that. Make a plan today to get your eyes checked. Visit brightfocus.org to learn more. It's 222. Cancer can feel like something we can't do anything about. But you can. There are screening tests that can catch cancer early when it may be easier to treat. Begin cervical screening at age 25. At 45, start colorectal and breast screening. At 50, discuss lung screening with a doctor. Find resources for free and low-cost screening at cancer.org slash get screened. This is a public service message from the American Cancer Society. Y'all feeling lucky? Luke Combs here, and I have an exclusive opportunity for you to win a half a million dollars by joining me in the Living Lucky with Luke Combs Lottery Experience. It rains at pours for lucky fans and lottery players who enter to win a chance of a lifetime. Join me in Nashville for a private concert at the iconic Ryman Auditorium in 2024. One lucky winner will have the chance to walk away with a half million dollars at the end of the show. From the Virginia Lottery. Learn more at balottery.com slash lucky. You're listening to WTOP News. It's 223. Updating the trial of men accused in the 2018 death of Micaiah Wilson, the little girl who was shot and killed in Northeast D.C. as she got ice cream. Micaiah's older sister testified Tuesday in the trial of the six men accused in the crime. WTOP's Megan Clorty was at the courthouse. 
On the stand, Najee Lewis described to the judge and jury how she and her little sister, Makaya Wilson, spent July 16, 2018 at the pool before returning home to Clay Terrace Northeast and walking to the ice cream truck to get a snack. Then Lewis says she saw a car pull up and heard gunshots. The prosecutor's next question, where was Makaya, caused Lewis to break down, sobbing on the stand. Her mother and family members in the courtroom began crying and said, it's okay, baby. When she resumed, Lewis recalled that the sisters fell into their apartment and stood up, Makaya holding her chest. Then the 10-year-old collapsed. She was shot through the heart and killed. The trial of six men is expected to take months. At D.C. Superior Court, Megan Cloherty, WTOP News. It's 224. Loudoun County's public school spokesman wants to move his perjury trial out of the county. Loudoun now reports Wade Byard's attorneys make the argument saying because Governor Yunkin has called county citizens, quote, victims of the alleged cover-up by school officials, unquote, the residents are interested parties and therefore it is qualified as jurors. Byard is accused of lying to the grand jury that investigated the school system's handling of two in-school sex assaults by the same student in 2021. He's been on leave since December. A hearing on Byard's request is set for Thursday. Twelve years ago, a 21-year-old pregnant woman and mother disappeared from the Loudoun County apartment she shared with her boyfriend. Now that man has been sentenced in her murder. Last month, Ronald Rolden for the first time admitted he killed Bethany Decker. A detective testified Rolden told him the two had an argument in their living room. He pushed her. She fell and hit her head on the windowsill. Rolden put two fingers beneath her nose to see if she was breathing. He did not call 911. He said he was afraid first responders wouldn't believe his story. Decker's family described a warm, loving young mother. They wanted answers and a agreed to the plea agreement that Rolden would serve 12 and a half years before being deported. In Leesburg, Neil Augenstein, WTOP News. Money News at 25 and 55. Here's Dan Ronan. Wall Street will start the day on Wednesday lower than it was on Tuesday. The Dow lost 2% of its total value on Tuesday. The Nasdaq lost 2.5%. Stocks started slipping at the opening bell, and the sell-off continued throughout the day. At one point, the Dow was down 700 points. All of this began when Home Depot missed Wall Street's expectations for the first time since 2019. A report from the American Trucking Associations says the amount of freight moved by trucks nationwide increased in January for the 17th straight month. According to the D.C.-based Trade Association, its chief economist, Bob Costello, says the freight transportation industry may avoid a recession in its sector if the overall economy dips negative later in the year. Dan Ronan. WTOP News. Asian markets all broadly lower. Earlier gains by the Hang Seng now long gone. That index down almost one half of one percent. Coming up after traffic and weather, Jennifer McClellan wins the special election to succeed the late Donald McEachin in Congress and makes history in the process. It's 226. Uh-oh, Brad's buzzed. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he's starting with the woots. <laughs> And now a speech. I just want to say that friendship is about heart. Heart and brain. 